Welcome to Human Driven AI. I'm Jennifer Jones-Mitchell. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for joining us. Today I have with me a brilliant music composer, an incredible music professor, and the greatest husband in the world, ladies and gentlemen, my husband, Dr. David Mitchell. Wow, all right. <laughs> going to give me a big head here. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today, honey. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It was, a, it was an easy commute. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess with our first podcast episode, what I really want to start with is the question that has been on everyone's mind since the December launch of ChatGPT. Will AI take my job? Yeah, everyone's concerned about it, for sure. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the simple answer is no. AI will not take your job. Whew. A person who knows how to use AI will. Okay. That's what it comes down to. AI is a tool like any other tool, and it's only as good as the, the input, the human input that it is given. That's true, yeah. A good example of this is let's say 10 different marketers ask ChatGPT to write an article about the top digital marketing trends of 2023. And that's all the information that they give it. Well, they're going to get pretty much the same article back. It, we're going to be lost basically in this uh, sea of sameness until people understand the language of AI and how to communicate with it and how to give it the inputs and information that it needs to create something truly unique. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I've kind of noticed that with music too, actually. Yeah. Uh, if you use some of the music generating software, such as, or AI, such as MusicGen, which yeah. is meta, uh, yeah, it's all about the prompts that you put in to tell it what to do. And that's what you're going to get out of it. But you have to experiment and regenerate and try things several times. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's, it's kind of like, um, Remember when Wix and Squarespace and WordPress launched with all those templates for websites and everybody's website looked the same? Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I could, it got to the point where I could look at a site and say, oh, well, that's the Princeton template from Squarespace. Mm -hmm. But when you have a creative person behind that template, starting with that template and then customizing it to fit the brand's identity and the brand's voice and the expertise and everything that, that the brand is trying to ultimately sell, that's when it becomes something unique. And that's where, just like with those templates, something like, say, ChatGPT, it, it, what it does is it eliminates that dreaded empty page. Mm-hmm, Yeah. Yeah, for the writer, you don't want that empty page. That's where writing blocks comes in. Um, but if you give, if you put that same article in, the same request, I want you know the top uh, digital marketing trends of 2023 for a company that has this brand voice and this brand's personality, and this is their area of expertise and the vertical space in which they they live. Basically, you give it a creative brief then all of those elements are going to be wo uh, woven into the output of what you get. Wow, that's amazing, yeah. It's a very powerful tool. Very excited about AI. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cool, too, for, uh, I think, for individual PR practitioners, marketers, uh, advertisers, uh, as well as small and mid-sized agencies. I think they're the ones that are going to see the greatest impact, especially from tools like Dolly and ChatGPT, because it, it amplifies 
the size of your team, hmm. you know? Yeah. It's like you have a whole team working for you, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a consulting client, and I was putting together the usual thought leadership content, and I was like, well, I need to uh, develop some speaker pitches for them. And so I put into ChatGPT, you know, everything I have about the company, the brand, their expertise, and then asked for speaking topics uh, around that level of expertise. But I also included who the target audience is, you know, again, giving that creative brief. And it came back with 10 really good speaker presentation topics in seconds. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then I was able to take those, take the, like, the top three of those, put that into ChatGPT and ask it to build it out. Again, I emphasize the audience, the key takeaways, uh, you know, everything that you want in a, a solid speaker pitch. And I got some really good ones. It, it's just amazing. It's like I had a team working for me. Wow. And giving you suggestions and ideas and prompts to, to spur your creativity, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it'll solve budgeting problems. I had another client that uh, uh, the, the launch of the website was, was pushed back, which changed really every single aspect of, of the campaign. So I had AI restructure my entire schedule and budgeting and, and moving the numbers around. And it, it's, it's like I have a team of people doing it for me. And just like a team of people, you still want to edit it. You still want to look at it and, you know, proof it. When those uh, speaker pitches came back, I didn't just take it and hand it off to a client like I wouldn't do if, if a, an actual human being wrote it. I would still want to proof it and edit it and improve it. But it gives you that first draft. And in my experience, it gives you some really new ideas as well. Wow, that's cool. Well, I used it to create the opening music for Human Driven AI podcast. Yeah, yeah. So talk did. about that because you used AI first. Yeah, so I used Meta's Music Gen and basically just gave it the command: "Give me a funk intro for a podcast that's short and like 110 beats per minute." And it generated something, but the quality is not good enough to take that specific file and just put it out there. Uh, you need to mix things and master it and everything, and it, it, it was a little distorted. But it gave me an interesting beat after I regenerated a couple times, and then that inspired me. So I dropped the sound file that you can download into Pro Tools, and then just used that and built it out myself. So I kind of like added the drums and the bass and everything myself. But it was more like an inspiration to kind of kick things off and get the ball rolling. And I think that's probably how it's going to be used in, in your field as well. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It, it, it does. I've done brainstorming within it. You know, when you treat it just like a normal team brainstorm where you put in the parameters, you say, this is what I need. And it absolutely comes back with ideas. I know I've used it for, uh, you know, developing content buckets and, and a whole content, a monthly content plan and social. I mean, it, it really, again, gives you that first draft. But it does come back to that language, though, and what you give it. You know, we keep talking about copy, um, but even with image creation. You know, if you were to go to, say, Dolly, and let's say you have a client uh, who has a running shoe and their whole campaign is this shoe will take you anywhere. So you want to create an image of the shoe on the moon. Well, if you just tell Dolly, put this image of this shoe on the moon, what you're going to get back is it looks like a Photoshop fail. It's just flat. Hmm. You still need that artist eye yeah. to say, 
put shadows here, put dust here, make this imprint, you know, everything that makes it look real. Yeah. And that's why, again, it's AI's not going to take your job, but the person who knows how to tell AI how to manipulate and make that image look exactly right will. Hmm. Very cool, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Another thing I've noticed uh, in terms of the prompts that you give, do you remember Boolean logic? I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For any, anyone out there who, who isn't old like us, uh, Boolean logic is how you searched hey, the... speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to let that slide. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, well, Boolean logic is uh, basically how you s- searched for information before search engines. So you would literally type in this, like this, but not that and this but not that and it would just be this long string of of instructions and if you kind of take that approach with ai when you're giving it prompts it it really is amazing because again that's pulling out that creative brief in that direction yeah interesting (laughs) (laughs) Um, another big part of course of of pr is is brand messaging and we always ask that question when we're leading a message workshop. You've been, you've sat in message workshops with me. Um, and you always ask the question, if your brand was a celebrity, who would that be? Hmm. And right. the reason you do that, of course, is you want that personality, that, that intangible thing that you can't communicate otherwise in, as instantly. But if you're saying our brand has a little bit of sarcasm like Jason Bateman or our brand uh, is an educator like Neil deGrasse Tyson, you can have that kind of element. And it mm. used to be we would give that to copywriters, and of course they would then put that tone in the writing. Yeah. But you, that can be part of your prompt too. So for your social media copy, if you want to have a little bit of a, a, a brand personality, you can say, write this in the voice of Jason Bateman. Wow. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. The it's only thing that can do that, huh? Isn't it? Yeah. The only thing I'd suggest is if you use Ryan Reynolds as an example, make sure you say a PG-13 version of Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> the AI will pull from all that Deadpool stuff. Uh, or is it just your dirty mind? <laughs> Maybe that too. <laughs> it is Ryan Reynolds after yeah. all. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, I think the bottom line is the fact is AI is not going anywhere. In fact, it's absolutely going to impact every single type of job there is but certainly marketing pr and advertising and i think the bottom line is the marketers who embrace ai and and learn to speak its language and and really understand how it can empower your your campaigns make you more productive more creative uh, and, and ultimately more efficient, I think it, uh, it's, it's just going to change the game. I agree. It's, very, it's exciting what's going to happen, and a little scary. A little scary, too, <laughs> yeah. you gotta, you got to plan for the risks, and we'll have a, a whole episode on that. We're going to have John C. Havens, an AI ethicist, will be joining us at, uh, in an upcoming episode. So we'll get into some of the risks as well, because you do need to build that into your crisis comms plans as well. Nice. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. That's all from Human Driven AI today. Have a good one.